Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annie Talks. I am your host, Annie Rivera. If you're new to this podcast, thank you for tuning in, and thank you to those who have already subscribed and welcome back. So, as you know, this podcast, I have the opportunity to talk to awesome people who have wonderful stories to tell. And in this episode, I'm thrilled to talk with the Los Angeles Temptation head football coach and defensive coordinator, Tui Sui Awanoa. Tui went to Carson High School, my alma mater. Yay, go Colts! So, without further ado, here now is my conversation with Tui. Hi, Tui. How are you? Good morning, Annie. I'm good, thank you. Good morning. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, this podcast. I really, truly appreciate it. So why don't you just go ahead for our listeners give an, a, a sense of your background. I was born in Torrance, California. I uh, went to Carson High School, graduated in 1986, went on to El Camino Junior College, and graduated there in 1990. But in 1987, we were the first team at El Camino Junior College to ever win a national championship. We went 11-0. and So after I finished playing football at El Camino, I ended up getting my first coaching job there from the head coach while I was still there taking units, and he wanted me to help coach the, the team. So that's where I first started my coaching experience, and that was in 1989. And from there, uh, I went on to University of Hawaii. didn't last too long. Apparently, classes don't don't take place on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. Too bad, too bad they just don't have those classes on the beach, huh? <laughs> yeah, too bad. And I ended up coming home, and I ended up getting involved in a in a football league, the first of its kind, called the Minor League of American Football, in which my head coach was Rod Martin of the, the Oakland Raiders. And he got me my start into the professional football, and I got a tryout with the Raiders back in 97. So it was the first of its kind, and I ended up at the American Sporting Combine, where I tried out for them, and I got hurt. And... That was pretty much the end of my football career. But then I came back home and I went into coaching high school. So I coached at Redondo Beach High School for three years, varsity, and then I ended up at Carson High School for two years, varsity. And then as time went by, a friend of mine who was the original head coach of the L.A. Temptations, when they first started the league in 2009, he was the head coach, and he found out that I wasn't coaching high school anymore, and he asked me if I could come and help him coach. And I said, sure. I had no idea it was women's football. And when I got, yeah, he surprised me with that one. And yeah. then it was a different kind of women's football, too. It wasn't full gear, full pads like men, 11 on 11. It was kind of strange. But that's how I ended up on the team as his defensive coordinator. And then as the years went by, I was, I've been in the league for eight years. He finally retired in 2015, and that's when I took over the team in 2016. That's a really good chronology of how you got started. So for our listeners and for no one, or including myself, um, who don't know about the L.A. Temptations, can you tell a little bit about what it is? And, and you alluded to that. It's not a normal, um, traditional football 
team or league or um, game because, you know, obviously it involves women. So tell us a little bit about that. The LFL is seven-on-seven football. It's like arena football where it's the same. And uh, football is the same way. The girls play hard. They compete. They play just like the men. They have to. And the only thing different about this game is the uniforms. Uh, this game involves sex appeal. And mm-hmm. the women wear less uniforms than we, you know, equipment than your normal football player would. But that's the whole idea of the league it was to draw the young crowd, the young male crowd, to these games by having these women dress the way they do in, in their uniforms. But they'd be surprised when you see them play. The uniforms is what draws them to the game. Their hard-hitting play and competition and what they do and the way they, the, they play the game is what keeps them in their seats. It, does injury play a factor? Does that, I mean, is there a sense of um, that they have to play a little lighter because of because they don't have the full gear to protect them? Or um, talk about that. Well, they, they have the gear enough to where they, they're protected. But no, there's no way they can play any lighter or any softer. They have to play just as hard as the men do because that's what's going to sell this game. Nobody wants to come to a game where women don't know what they're doing or don't play as hard. You know, it's not going to draw any any fan base that way. So they have to play just as, as at the level that men do. So that's the, that's the only way this league is going to survive is when the game plays exactly how it is at the level of the men. So is this league also uh, nationwide or is it a regional or? Oh, yeah. That and, okay. And how many teams are there? Do you know? Uh, we used to, so we started off with 10. And then one season we had 12, and now we're down to eight again. So uh, we're at eight teams right now all across the country. And one in Cali, one in Seattle, Denver, uh, Austin, Texas, Atlanta, Chicago, Omaha, Nebraska, and I'm missing somebody somewhere, but Pittsburgh. And then oh, what, Pittsburgh. oh, Pittsburgh. And then what's your season like? I mean, what, from what what's a typical season for you? Season starts in uh, the end of May, early April. I mean, uh, early April, actually the end of April, early May is when the season starts. Uh, we, we play in the spring and summer, you know, when, when regular football seasons of men are done. So we play during when the, the hot season, which is pretty much summer. So, yeah, that would be the end of April all the way through September. The beginning of September is when the league ends. So yeah. now talk a little bit about some of your biggest challenges as head coach. Biggest challenges is pretty much I came to this league because I wanted to challenge myself as a coach to see if I could teach women who've never played football before mm-hmm. to see if I could teach them to play at that level. And that, that that was pretty much the hardest thing to do. You know, you gotta, you got to have, have patience. You have to have patience in order to teach these women how to play because if you don't, you're not going to last long. So that was pretty much the toughest part for me, and to keep going about that every year in and year out, teaching new players. And then what the thing is, these girls pick up so fast because they're athletes. That's who we look for: athletes who know how to, who can play, who are, who played in college, who have played in high school. Uh, those are the type of players we're looking for who are in phenomenal shape. So it makes it easier for us to coach those types of women because they understand what it's like to be an athlete and what we expect of them. So that's. Just probably has pretty much been the toughest part of coaching is just teaching them how to play the game 
and um, the basics and stuff. But other than that, it's been going fine. The first three years was tough, but right after that, you just really you really see how the game changes so quickly, and how the athletes evolve right away because they know what's expected of them every year. So the athletes get bigger, better, faster, and stronger. Bigger, better, faster, and stronger every year, and it's it's great to see that develop. And uh, we we got a great group of athletes in, in this league right now. That's wonderful. So now um, let's talk on the flip side of that. So what are what are some of your biggest accomplishments, both on the career um, track and then maybe something more personal? Well, when we first started the league in 2009, uh, we won the very first three championships, 2009, 2010, 2011. And that, that was an accomplishment right there. We, I mean, we thought we maybe win one or, you know, we come close, but winning three in, in a row was pretty much what set the tone for the rest of the league and, and let everybody else know this is how you have to play football if you're going to come up against Los Angeles and play us. And now you see us, we've dropped off a bit. We're, we're no longer mm-hmm. the head honchos in the league anymore. Chicago has now caught up to us with their three championship, and Seattle has caught up with two. So, you know, you can, it's great to see, you know, the league, other teams come into play and, and challenge you for those things because it, it only makes the league grow and it's going to make the league better. You know, we can't dominate all the time in Los Angeles, even though we want to, but uh, it's great for the league that you see other teams taking uh, taking championships and winning so they can experience the same thing. Now, what about on the personal side? What are some of your biggest accomplishments on your personal side? Personal side? <laughs> other, than, other than winning my, my championship in college, that was a big thing. And I'm being the first person to graduate from my family. I'm the oldest grandchild in my family, and I was the first person to graduate from college. And that really made my grandparents and my parents happy to see me walk the stage and and have that diploma from high school and in college. So that was a big deal for me to be the first in my family to do it. So it set the tone for the rest of the grandchildren after me. And now we got a lot more grandchildren graduating from college now, and that's I'm hoping it's because of me. <laughs> Congratulations. It's a really huge feat. And, you know, you know, not college is not for everybody, but, you know, when you set your mind to it, this is, this is what can happen. You know, you, you figure in better things are before you. So, uh, thanks for being that role model. Well, if they would have a, if they would have the classes on the beach, it would have been for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> So you talked a little bit earlier about, um, you know, that the that the the ladies have to play just as hard as, you know, a regular NFL team. What other comparisons are there with, say, the NFL and other teams? Uh, Comparison-wise, it's tough because, you know, we don't have the marketing, the million-dollar marketing budget like the NFL has. So it's mm-hmm. tough for us to go out there and really get people to come to our games. I mean, we pretty much got to do it on our own, you know. The players got to go out there and talk to fans. We got to hold events at like certain places, like bars or or conventions that are going on, sports conventions or fitness conventions, to get our word out of who we are. But some, you know, we we've been lucky enough to have the media, you know, get wind of who we are and start tagging along and start promoting these women. I mean, we've had girls come on the news, be interviewed on TV shows. 
a few of our players have been in, in you know a couple movies and stuff so that's how these these girls go out there and help promote this league and, and in return they're getting good gigs off of this after you know for them modeling wise right. and stuff like that so but as far as comparison wise it's it's tough to compare us to the NFL the only thing i can think of it would be just the competitiveness that these women have the drive that they have to win the desire you know, and the sacrifice that it takes to play in this league. You know, it's just up there with the NFL. I mean, you got to sacrifice and you got to be at the top of your game if you're going to stay in that league. And it's the same holds true here in this league. You know, when you start lagging one minute, some girls are going to come up and take your place right away, and we look at it that way. So that's pretty much the only comparison I can see with our league and the NFL is the competitiveness and the drive and the sacrifice and all that. Okay, so then let's talk about the goals of the team. What do you what do you see in terms of the goals for the team and, and for yourself as the head coach? Well, the goals has been the same every year. We want to win championships every year. And right now we we have a chance this year to be the first team to win four championships and set ourselves apart again from everybody, which is what we try to do every year. So we want to win this fourth one this year. Because uh, I haven't really told anybody, but I'm retiring after this year. So I turned, I could, yeah, so I turned 50 next year in October. So I figured that'd be a good time to go out, you know. And hopefully we're on top and we win our fourth, and we can be the first team ever in NFL history to win four championships in the eight year that this league has been around. So that's what all the girls want to do. They want to win that championship. What are some of the memorable stories that you can share with us about this? team and about the league? Uh, the very first year was awesome. I mean, when we made it to the playoffs in the first year, we were ranked last coming into the playoffs. So the league flies all four teams for the the LFL, it's called the LFL Awards Banquet. And they take all the four teams down. This year, they took that year, I mean, 2009, they, they flew us to Miami. So we went to Miami to have the LFL Awards Banquet where you know, the players get all their awards from different teams and stuff. But during their banquet, every team gets up there with or the head coaches and the assistant coaches get up there to say a few words about how they feel about the league and everything. And, you know, it just so happened we were last because, you know, we were ranked last. So they put us last to go up there and talk. So, anyways, my head coach got up there and he started talking about, you know, the league and his, the team. And then they made the wrong move of, of saying, Tui, would you like to say something? And I was like, sure. <laughs> So they, they handed me the mic, and the first thing I said, I didn't even, I didn't even hesitate. I just looked at every team out there, the other three teams, and I said, "Hey, I hate for you guys to, to be here and have to hear this, but all you guys are going to lose. We're going to win the whole thing. Bottom line, that's it, done. We're going to win this whole thing." And then they all booed me and told me to get off the stage. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But my team was cheering. My team was the only one cheering, you know, for me and saying, yeah, coach, yeah, coach. But all the other three teams were booing me, telling me to get off the state. And we ended up winning. We beat everybody, and we won the championship that year. See, way to intimidate them, way to instill that fear in all of them, right? So what's what's the best way for patrons and fans to look at your game schedule and look at the things that um, your team info, I, I, I assume it's your website, correct? Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a website called uh, LFLUS.com. 
and that pretty much has all the itinerary of anything you want to know about teams, player stats, players, bios, uh, schedules, what teams are in the league, events that are going on, uh, what's going on with these teams, you know, all-star games, uh, home games, whatever you need to know is at LFLUS.com. And you can also go to the Legends Football League on Facebook and find any information you need also on teams and what's going on with the league. So you got Facebook and you got the website itself at LFLUS.com for people to find out the ticket-wise and, you know, if they want to go to tickets and games and stuff. And that's throughout the entire U.S., not just in L.A. It gives you information on every team in the U.S. The last question I have is what one takeaway or message would you like to convey to aspiring athletes particularly those who want to pursue a career in this type of football league? Uh, women who want to come into our league and play, they have to sac- pretty much sacrifice their life to come over here <laughs> because it yeah. takes a ton, ton of work to be here, and the athletes that we have now are just phenomenal. So competitiveness is tough. If you're going to come in here, you better be one hell of an athlete to beat out the girls that we have because we choose the best every year. and. They have to really sacrifice their time, and if they have a job, you know, that might come into play and stuff like that. So they really have to come in here determined to win a job, determined to be on this team, sacrifice their time to be there, practice. they got to work out. they got to keep their bodies strong, you know, and it just takes so much to to be a professional athlete that, you know, you just got to put everything into it and everything else on, on, on hold and just put mm-hmm. your whole mind into being the best at what you do to play this game in order for you to last and make it here. So uh, just be determined, have the will, determination, and desire to come out here and play, and and you'll be fine. Well, thank you so much, and I'd like to actually something fun. love to do a real quick what we call a rapid fire round or rapid bound, and um, just what comes off the top of your mind and with the next series of questions, if you are set, we can set the timer for two minutes, and you can go. Oh. <laughs> here we go. Okay, here we go. I'm setting the timer now, and go. Okay, so what is your favorite food to eat? Favorite food to eat? That would be lobster. Okay, and what's your favorite vacation spot? Favorite vacation spot, Ko'olina Resort in Hawaii. Oh, yay. Okay, if you weren't coaching, what would you? What would your dream job be? To own an NFL team. Ah, okay. And what is one thing about you people don't know? One thing that people don't know, I, I sing in the shower when no one's home. <laughs> and what's the last song uh, you heard on your playlist? Uh, Bruno Mars, 24K. Woohoo! And what's your favorite nickname someone gave you? <laughs> I would be guilty 56 that they tried to they tried to attach to me in high school, and I was like, no, I am not going along with that. They, they guilty 56. Oh my goodness! I'm sure there's a story behind that. And then exactly. what's the worst nick? What's the worst nickname someone gave you? Worst nickname? Snuggles. <laughs> That's so funny. And what's your favorite subject in high school? What was your favorite subject in high school? Oh, every Polynesian's favorite PE. <laughs> <laughs> right? What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. 
chocolates. Yay. Okay. And are you a dog person or cat person? Dog. Okay. And what's your favorite thing you do when you, or what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Oh, can I say that on the air? Uh, <laughs> I use the bathroom. <laughs> That's okay. the first thing I do. <laughs> okay. What's the last thing you do before falling asleep? Last thing I do before falling asleep, kiss my girlfriend goodnight. Awesome. Yay, that is it. We are all set. Well, Tui, thank you so very, very much for this opportunity to, to interview you and learn more about you and talk about the LA Temptations. I think it's going to be, you know, a great year. We wish you luck um, this next coming year and a happy retirement. So, everybody, we just heard from Tui Dui Noah, and he is the head coach and defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Temptations. And if you haven't heard about the Los Angeles Temptation, you can take a look at their website at lflus.com. Search around and be sure to see some of their bios and their photos. I think you'll be absolutely intrigued, and I'm actually looking forward to attending one of the games next year. So, hopefully... Um, we'll see you on the field and see some of your athletes in action. Well, thank you, Annie, for letting me be a part of this. That was great. Thank you. Everybody say goodbye to Tui, and thank you, Tui, so, so, so very much. Take care, Annie. Thank you. Hi, this is Coach Tui of the Los Angeles Temptations of the Legends Football League, and you are listening to Annie Talks. <laughs>